Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I love the Kardashians. I really do. You could say I'm a stan. I love Kim. I think Courtney and Travis are chaotic. Love Chloe. Kendall's cringe. Adore Chris. And Liz. There's so many times in our life where this feels like it's never going to end, but it's all temporary. So just work through it. We're going to get through it together. We're all going through something. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And this is our first Thursday episode, which I guess we like shouldn't even call it a bonus episode. No, it's our first regular Thursday episode. Because we're trying to be twice a week girlies. We are. And um, I hope it's going to work out. Yeah. Um, full transparency, not off to a good start because we are recording this at the very last second before we get it over to our producer. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but that's so okay. We need to, but we just need to get like a good solid schedule, which we will. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, but this will be the, yeah, the first one. So it's not going to be the exact same as our usual episodes. We'll have some of our similar segments, but what we actually are excited to do is a Q&A. So we asked the Carpool Instagram, what do you want to know? What are your questions? And we are going to answer the burning questions everyone has. Yeah, I think like just a little bit of housekeeping. So I think Tuesday going forward, Tuesdays will be like our regular episodes. Thursdays, Maybe a regular episode where we have our fun segments, maybe uh, guests that we have on, maybe a Q&A, maybe like literally whatever else we want it and, to be. So, yeah, quite frankly, that could be what happens, could not at all be what happens. We don't know. So, as always, you are along for the ride in the carpool. Truly. But I think to get started, as always, we should start with our millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And I, I need some new slang. So today's word is chef's kiss. I love this word. So chef's kiss is when you are describing something as utter perfection. So when something is so good, you would say "Mm, chef's kiss and maybe you would do a little kiss of the lips. What's this movement? I don't know. We put your fingers to your lips and go chef's kiss to your lips and then. So it's just like when something is like really good. Yeah. And like not food related, though. Oh, no. Could be food related. Could not be food related. Just like people. I mean, I heard people say like, hey, last Tuesday's episode of The Carpool was chef's Chef's kiss. kiss. Right. Exactly. Okay. So we will try and use that throughout the episode. Um, So, Cal, today we have a new sponsor for the podcast. So exciting. Making our dreams come true. Being able to bring two episodes a week with welcoming on a new sponsor. Absolutely. So today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Bento. Okay, raise your hand if this summer you want to prioritize feeling good and sleeping well. One thing I'm working on is actually sleeping better and feeling good when I get up in the morning. So I found the Glow Down by Bento, and it's seriously been the best thing I've ever tried. My sleep and my mood is noticeably better. It's a magnesium and calcium powder that I put in a small glass of water and sip before I go to bed. It tastes sort of like vanilla and berry, and it's great for calming me down and allowing my mind to rest and the best part about bento you can also have free one-on-one access to a team of licensed women's health providers which i think is so nice especially when you have questions starting out about your health oh and everything is safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding which is chef's kiss feel good with bento it's just what you need and nothing you don't head to mybento.com that's M-Y-B-I-N-T-O dot com and enter promo code CARPOOL for 20% off. I'm so excited to be welcoming Bento 
Oh, I've been using them for months. And I, they're great. Okay, so thank you so much, Bindo, for sponsoring today's podcast. Okay, so let's get into this just general q and I'm like weirdly nervous. There were so many questions and they were all over the place. Truly all over the place. So like Liz has four, I have four. We'll just kind of do like rapid style, I guess. Back and forth and see where it takes us. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you want to start or should I? Uh, you start. Okay. Um... Where do you both see the car mom in the next five years, ten or and ten years? Whoa! Whoa! Holy freaking juicy question! Um, should I start now? I guess you asked yeah, the question. Yeah, I really see the car mom truly becoming like I guess I keep using the word publication, platform, business. Like I definitely want to take it more from social media and treat it a little bit more like a startup company in Mm -hmm. some capacity like i just really want to be able to amplify like other voices and just create this like one-stop shop platform for families purchasing cars so i want to do things i mean we're really excited about our website our website's getting redesigned and once our website's done it's really going to be so much more of a resource than it had been Mm -hmm. so every car now has an article attached the cars will have a car seat map involved the car buying resources we're working on is great Mm -hmm. the car mom preferred dealerships we're working on is great Mm -hmm. so like my goal for the car mom is that if you're a mom or a family or anybody in the market to buy a car we give you tours to watch we give you resources to research the cars we teach you how to get a good deal on a car, what, how not to get taken advantage of at the dealership, and then we even are able to recommend great dealerships. And then I'd like to expand it to other things like servicing and your car and just maintaining yeah. it as well. So just continuing to bring nothing but great, solid resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is truly like, yes, now it's our full-time jobs, but it is always and always will be a major passion project for us. Yeah. And I ultimately, like, I... W- want to you know make sure that local family-owned dealerships are around in 50 years yeah so that's where i'm seeing it going so five let me think five years in five years i hope that we have a solid team yeah we want to hire more people too that's another goal yeah for sure and we are just becoming a household name i think that's really Mm -hmm. my goal i think one of my biggest goals is like i want to hire women and mothers to write about these cars because mm-hmm. I don't think it's I mean I'm just one mom and one mom's opinion and like yeah I know about the cars and I try to like dabble on like my tours being my opinion but also being a little unbiased mm-hmm. or at least like maybe not unbiased but hey I don't like it for this reason but it might work for you for that reason yeah but I think like it's kind of our responsibility to make sure that other voices get heard because families come in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that like you, if you're interested in the Honda Pilot, you can read what a mom of twins thought about the Honda Pilot. Like that's right. just really important to me. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the car mom is about two years old and it's been, it's grown so quickly that I think so- and we have so many ideas of things we want to do that Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we get overwhelmed with where we're at. And um, we just recently had a call with our cousin who's very successful in business. And he just like kind of gave us a lot of good advice and ultimately to just like figure out what, figure out what you want out of this um, because we could take it in so many different directions and, um, work our butts off and make a ton of money and do all this, but then we might not have the flexibility that we want for our family and might not 
you know, then become more biased on things yeah, if we take a to- check over, you know. So it was, we're just trying to take it day by day. And I think that we need to slow down sometimes yeah. and just like focus on where we're at in the season we're currently in. Yeah. His advice was basically like, hey, you guys if you want to go make a billion dollar business, like go, like let's start doing fundraising, like let's partner with the right people. He's like, but it's going to take over your lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And he, you know, it's also, it is hard. He's like, then you're reporting to a board of people or people right. who give you money. Whereas like right now you guys can just be authentically yourself. You can say what you want to say and you don't have to worry about what that'll do to like the shareholders, or, like the right. board members. So yeah. it was good advice to kind of be like, do less, do less. So we are going to, no, we're not going to do less, but, uh, but we're just, we're going to grow it on our terms. Exactly. And like we, I, yeah, I mean, could this be like the next car and driver? hundred percent. Could we be motor trend? Yes. Could I be my own Kelly blue book? Yes. I know we would be capable of doing all those things mm-hmm. because of this community, but at, I can't sacrifice the cost of like my family, my mental health, yeah. our authenticity. Yeah. So all that to say is we're not after the money. We're after this community and this mission honestly yeah i mean and making a living off of it wouldn't suck but no, um <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't suck but no, like you doesn't. know like we've been yeah. offered money by venture capitalists multiple times yeah and we've, like, we, we're like yeah, yeah no we, don't we want haven't it. wanted to go that direction um especially yet because uh i think people are looking for um real people and authentic people and because it's something that's sort of rare to come by and so we just we don't want to take the first person that comes our way because in five years we could have we could be way more successful still just building this on our own and then maybe we go that so anyway we don't we're taking it all day by day so it's like we're working no so it's like we're working really hard and we definitely Mm -hmm. like still have we're not like happy with we we definitely want to do more than what we're doing right now but it's also doing it slowly doing it right Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of his also advice was it's like your audience is going to be there. And like it, in the world of startups, like we low key kind of have a leg up because like when we are ready, to, if we ever are ready to go that way, which I don't think we will be like, we will have the platform to do it on. Yeah. But anyway, so stay, tuned. Anyway, stay tuned. Yeah. All right. What's your question? Go? Um, right. Sorry. OK, this is a fun one. Liz, what's one of your best wedding planning tips you've learned thus far? Oh, gosh. Um. Well, I sort of shared this on my stories. One of the one of my like favorite things that I have found was um, my wedding monogram. Yes. And I originally when I was looking at them, you can have them made on Etsy, but they're like one hundred and eighty dollars to like get a custom monogram made. I'm like, that's crazy. And um, my some the person who's maybe doing my invitations or something told me to check out schulerstudio.com and they have um custom monograms uh that are like 35 dollars. it has every variation of two letters and three letters and one letter so i just went to the m and e's and i chose of like seven different options which ones i like best um and then they also have like little wreaths and things so i added it on there so probably schuler studio has been like my most my well, biggest hack and it's just fun because so your monogram can you kind of describe the monogram yeah so my monogram has an m and an e in it and then there's a wreath around it and the wreath has an olive branch and an oak branch and then a b at the top and so the um olive branch stands for like peace and the um oak branch stands for like strength and the b stands for actually b's stand for a lot of things but it's like wisdom being close to god things like that uh, also like strength and 
working together and stuff. So I just thought it was really cool because I very much feel like the olive and the oak branch sort of describes Maddie and I just yeah. because like he's like so so strong like marine and I'm just sort of more like mm-hmm. peaceful calming so um I, I think it was really really special and it's just fun to like see all the little places you're finding mm-hmm. areas to put it in exactly yeah it's super cute we can post mm-hmm. it on the carpool Instagram if you haven't seen it yeah are you sharing it yeah because it was on yeah, the, yeah. I, I posted it on my Instagram yeah oh, okay mm-hmm. okay next question Cal if you could have dinner with any Bravo celebrity, who would it be? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Honestly, I want to say Andy Cohen. Yeah, because I feel like that's where you'd get the most tea. Everything, yeah. and like assuming that like he's ready to spill. Like I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like if 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 like they're there and they're ready to spill and like it's cameras off and like we're having fun, I would say Andy Cohen. You know he's from St. Louis. Oh, I do think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. he went to Parkway Central. He grew yeah. up like right next to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably Andy Cohen or like, I mean, I feel like any of the Beverly Hills housewives. Who's yours? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of falling off the wagon with the house with the housewives, maybe with Beverly Hills. Maybe I need to like start a new one. But I'm you know what I started watching? Hmm. I never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, but, I st- new- but I started watching their Hulu. <gasps> Have you finished it? Well, I mean, they won't, they're like you releasing ca- episodes. Yeah. Oh, we should maybe do a recap at the end because I have a couple um, of thoughts. Oh, I, could I don't share. think I've I haven't seen the most recent one. I don't think, but I have seen all over the internet. Kendall Jenner not being able to cut a cucumber. Oh my gosh, like the most cringe thing in the world. No, the new. I love the Kardashians. Uh-huh. I really do. I, you could say I'm a stan. Uh huh. And it's so funny because like Tyler was like, "Why are you watching them?" Because there's like the, there's like the misconceptions that people have about the Kardashians. Like, yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they are not. I don't think there to be hated well i mean i don't know some of them maybe but like i'm i love kim i think courtney and travis are chaotic love chloe kendall's cringe adore chris like yeah i mean i enjoy they are good entertainment for me 100 percent. and i'm there's nothing there's nothing to not like like no and like they're the kardashians we're We're the the kardashians Kardashians. yeah very much so would you ever do a reality show with our family I, people always say like, oh, you could have a reality show. Your like, family's like so interesting. I'm like, I don't think it would be interesting. No, I think it would be interesting. I think our dad would never. Dad would never. Oh, I mean, that's why when I was like getting, when I was like single and like in my early 20s, so many times did it cross my mind to go on a dating show. But I was like, my dad would never live it down. It would be so embarrassing. Oh, I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it would be embarrassing. Think about what people talk about and the things that they do on these shows. And then like, you have to think that your dad watched that. No. And like your dad's friends watched it. Like, it's weird. Like, and I think I would totally do a TV show, but like the TV show couldn't be about our lives because like to make our lives interesting, we'd have to have drama. Yeah. So I guess I wouldn't do a TV show to answer your question. That well, I, that was th- your that, question. That I so, asked myself. Yeah. Okay, no, my turn. Either. Yeah. Okay. What does Liz drive, and does she like it? So I'm currently in a Santa Fe, and I love it. I really love What's it. What's been some of your favorite cars? Because you also drive demo cars. Yeah, I also drive demo cars. Um, Santa Fe is definitely up there. I really like the safety features in it. I honestly think I will struggle to go to a different car after the Santa Fe because they have the blind spot cameras. So So when I'm switching lanes, you can see your blind spot in a camera. Um, I swear when I'm driving another car, it's like I I, I check my blind spot, but I'm never can be like 100% confident in my mind. And I'm like saying a Hail Mary every single time I merge lanes. 
Well, other cars have the blind spot monitors. I know, but it just, it doesn't, you like, like the my, camera. my brain doesn't. You get used to looking, because yeah. I'm in a Palisade right now, it has the same safety. So it's basically, guys, it's like blind spot, but on the dash, like where the, where the speedometer would be, when you turn your blinker on, it turns on a camera of the blind spot of the side you're trying to merge or mm-hmm. turn onto. And it is incredible. So like yeah. Hyundai's now have it, Honda's have had it. Um, and then I, some of the luxury cars, but I think that's all. But it's a it's an amazing feature. It's an amazing feature. But um, other cars I have liked. I drove a lot of Kia Souls in college, primarily because they are really easy to parallel park. It's getting redesigned for twenty three. Oh, is it? It's super cute. Good. Um, yeah, I really liked those. I liked the Kia Optima, and I liked the Tiguan. Yeah, and those are my. What was your first car? Uh, it was a Cube, a Nissan Cube. Google it. Discontinued. And I loved <laughs> I, it. I wonder why. And I lo- uh, loved it. So fun. It was Chef's Kiss. Oh my gosh, good job. Thanks. Got that one in, under the wire. Um, okay, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Is this going well? I, I hope so. Okay. Um, what is the most recent inspirational thing you heard slash saw? Now, I want to hear yours, and also I have an answer, which is why I asked the question. Oh, my gosh. That's putting me on the spot. I know, but I feel like you're always looking at inspirational things. No, I really am. I do love some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, can I have a second to think? Sure. Do you want me to share mine? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I saw this quote that said... Tough situations don't last. Tough people do. Wow. And I loved it because I think that there's so many times in our life where it's like, this feels like it's never going to end. And this is, this sucks. And I hate it. And this is just not where I want to be right now. But it's all temporary. And tough situations never last. Tough people get through them. Tough people make it work. So just toughen up. Work through it. We're going to get through it together. We're all going through something. And I just, I really loved that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wouldn't say it's recent, but it really has been like, the quote that I'm going to share really has been like my motto for the past two years of starting The Car Mom. Mm-hmm. And I heard it in a sermon at church one day. And it was, your gifts or your talents are God's gift to you. What you do with them mm-hmm. is your gift back to God. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like look at yourself. Look what you're good at. Like it doesn't matter. What are you good at? What are, what God-given talents do you have? And then are you using those like to help other people, to make the world a better place? Mm-hmm. And are you using them for God? So I mean, I, t- I mean, guys, like I'm talking like I'm a good car salesman. So I was like, hmm, yeah. how can I help other people? So like. Just, it doesn't have to be these like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so compassionate or I'm so this. Like, no, okay, I'm good at car sales. I'm kind of funny. Um, and I'm like, okay, how can I like use those things mm-hmm. to help other people? And that's kind of, that's kind of part of the origin story of how the car all started. And it doesn't have to be just because this is your talent, go start a business out of it. It can be, if you're a good cook, be that person that yes. brings meals to someone who needs it or mm-hmm. whatever. Just whatever you are good at, whatever you enjoy, whatever... God has gifted you with how can you honor him in a big or a small way yeah so that's one of my favorite quotes I love that Liz actually got it framed for me it hangs in my office you know oh my turn mm-hmm. okay Elizabeth yes. I'm nervous to answer this question okay 
first so it's, it's a two person okay or two part do you guys ever fight or argue and what's the biggest fight you've ever been in uh we do we bicker not that much no. and honestly not much about work related things at all and it's always a joke <laughs> for you oh i don't know i don't i don't feel i don't I, I don't think we i don't think we fight or argue hardly at all yeah i'm trying to think maybe you're right and i feel like especially when it comes to like anything work related we hardly ever disagree no, with work related no things. because we i think we both really trust each other's opinions so if there was anything that was that could start an argument it would be like hey i think this should happen for this reason and it's either like oh you're right yeah we're and we're very much like we're either both about it or we're not going to do it yeah like i don't think either one of us have ever been like you're wrong i'm going to do this like if you don't like it i'm like okay it must not be a good idea because of how much we value each other's opinions yeah okay yeah i don't we don't fight but we do poke fun at each other and so maybe that's what i'm saying by we bicker yeah i don't know um biggest fight we've ever been in i don't remember i remember the fight i don't remember what it was about are you talking about the one we were in the gym parking lot no. Oh, I was in the gym parking lot, and we were on the phone screaming at each other. No. Oh. Okay. When did that happen? I don't remember. I don't even remember. No, I was thinking. I. It's so dramatic, but we were in high school, and <laughs> we both had. You wanted oh, to wear Sperry's. You wanted to wear my Sperry's because on certain <sighs> days we had to wear. We, had, we went to an all-girls school, so we had uniforms. And on certain days, you had to wear a dress uniform, which means you had to wear Sperry's. You couldn't wear sneakers. And Kelly one day comes in and is like, I'm wearing your Sperry's. I'm like, they're my Sperry's. You have your own Sperry's. Don't wear my Sperry's. Anyway, it became a screaming match. You took my Sperry's. I remember being so mad at you. Wouldn't talk to you. Like, silent treatment. It got to the point, I, like, I wrote you, like, a letter to like express how upset and disappointed I was in like our fight and in you. Okay, but first of all, this fight, the fight was stupid and I am sorry that I took your Sperry's, but if I can just like say why I took your Sperry's because you are leaving some pretty big parts <laughs> of the story. We're going to rehash this. Okay. This is, this is, first of all, I want to preface by saying it is a, sh a champagne first world problem, like a hundred percent. But Elizabeth and I always want the same things. For like birthdays or for Christmas. Because we're just like, we're 16 months apart. We're into the same stuff. So like, we needed Sperry's for our uniform. School, yeah. For our school uniform. So I think you and dad went to the mall to buy Sperry's. Okay. But for some reason, everyone in our life, even each other, we can never just buy two of the same thing. <laughs> because like, that's stupid. So like, for example, for Christmas, we both wanted ankle Uggs, Elizabeth and I. So my mom bought elizabeth ankle uggs she always gets the original version <laughs> and then she got me these like buckled <laughs> like these like trendy like different version of an ug because you're like well i got those for liz it's like no we wanted the same thing and we're okay with having the same yeah. thing so the sperry situation happens you and dad go to the mall you get regular sperry's uh-huh you get me <laughs> This stupid like suede version of Sperry's that were not as cute were not as durable so like yeah <laughs> I, I let you wear them finally it came around my Sperry's look like crap I'm tired of it you always you always get the original <laughs> stuff like I have so many examples I could say 
<laughs> so yeah, I wanted to wear this the Sperry's one time, the original Sperry's that I originally wanted. It was the it wasn't the fact that you wanted to wear the Sperry's. It was the fact that you came in entitled. <laughs> entitled to my Sperry's. Yes, you were. <laughs> Elizabeth, this is coming from someone like you got the Dyson Airwrap for Christmas. I didn't get it. A few years ago, you got a Gucci belt for Christmas. I got a random other version of the belt. <laughs> like, you got the ankle lugs. You got the original spare. Like, that's just how it's been. So I snapped one day. I'm so- I am snapped. sorry. I am sorry. And just- as you can see, tensions are still high on the subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also very much the sisters that it's like, we'll get in a knockout, drag out fight. And then within minutes, I'll text you. I'll be like, oh, you want to yeah. get food? Yeah, they can't last because there comes a time in our life where we're just like living regular life and yeah, we have to um, like you will get we might get in a fight and then like 50 minutes later you have to like get in your car and you're like, what do I do if I can't call Liz yeah, <laughs> when so I get in my car? <laughs> we very much just get over it and don't talk about things. I wish yeah. I could bring that same energy into the fights I have with Tyler sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not that we fight a lot, but it's like, why can't like if he does something that annoys me? Like, why can't I just text him an hour later and be like, hey, want to hang out? Like, I I don't yeah. have, like, that quick forgiveness that I always have when it comes to you. Hmm. Anyway, anyway I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry no. you've struggled <laughs> so much in your life. I did not. I said. Kelly, it's, Kelly, Kelly, tough situations don't last. <laughs> tough people do. Listen, you two will get through I'm, it. It's a, it's a joke. I no, obviously I know, am very grateful. I don't care. But it's you had the better, all a joke. You had the better fairies, and I just want you to admit that. <laughs> I definitely had the better experience. But I remember we just got a five row a letter. Like so dramatic. Like I walked through our Jack and Jill bathroom to like put this letter on your desk. Well, and I sound like I was being a Bratiana, so I'll own it. Okay. Do you have another question? It was no, that was your turn. The first part was oh, do you guys oh, fight oh, a lot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And it's like I don't know, we might fight a little bit after this. All right, Cal, I think I think we need to answer this one after that. What's your favorite thing about each other? Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I feel like we need that. <laughs> um, like personally, I think we should do like personally and professionally because I feel like okay. my answers are different. Because what I love about you in business is your ability to stay focused on one topic and always hit a deadline. Mm-hmm. And like you just really do a good job of prioritizing things where sometimes I always don't think I see the where the prioritization needs to be because I'm like, who cares if we don't get out of YouTube video this week? You're like literally everybody. Our business doesn't grow. You let people <laughs> down. So like it's good for that. You always yeah. keep us on track and you keep us organized enough to get on track. Mm. Okay. So that's my favorite thing about you professionally. Personally, I think my favorite thing about you is this is an answer I've never told you before, oh. but you're just like really fun. Oh, Cal. Like, you Stop. know what I mean? Like, I just always have fun with you where it's like, there's <laughs> other people who I like, I get along with, but like, no one can make me like laugh and giggle. And like, if I had to be in, like, we have a road trip coming up for work. We're going to like this big car rally thing. I don't know. We'll find, we don't know much about it. Um, and like, I'm so excited to you in the car for seven hours. Mm. Like, it doesn't give me any hesitation. Like, and there's no one except for Tyler except for Tyler who drives seven hours with. Yeah, it's going to, I'm actually just finding out for the first time right now that we are in fact driving and not flying to this event. 
Well, yeah, we're driving. Okay. Because here's the thing. you fl- We fly the hour and a half, and then it's like two hours from the airport. Yeah. And like, I don't want to run a car. Yeah. I don't want to do the whole thing. Okay, so we'll know. just drive. We're just going to drive. Okay, well, Kel, that was really sweet. Thank okay. you. Okay, so I guess I'll answer for you. Okay. My favorite thing about you professionally, or one of them, is... Um, there's just so <laughs> that's okay you don't have to answer the professionally because i just wanted to like mention that because i love that about you but that just seems like i got no you out. you um you care a lot about the people who work with you um whether that be like me or um like partnerships that we do and you also like care so much about your followers and your audience uh you just like are always putting them first and I just really get to see that firsthand so I really love that about you and I do think that's why you are successful well, thanks. Um, and I think other people can see that as well um I mean I, I don't know if this is my I don't know if this is my favorite so I'm just like gonna pick one of the things that I love about you um you are extremely loyal and caring and loving to those who are close to you you're the type who like invests a hundred and ten percent into the people that you love and um you always put other people before yourself except for when it comes to Sperry's (laughs) No, but you did because you took because you took the jank spirit. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. That was fun. Okay, well, let's do a little. I think we'll each do one more, right? Oh, okay. Because I or do we? I don't know how this. I works. don't know. Um. Okay. People said, "How do you actually make a living doing this?" Oh, okay. So, and I'm fine to be like a little transparent about it because I do think there's like such like a dark like no. shadow over like how you make money as an influencer but i think we're like we don't make a lot of our money on the quote-unquote influencer portion well the, i guess we do yeah but. i mean there are so many different revenue streams in influencing um so our we make money through instagram ads of course sponsorships yeah like doing partnerships um we make money through YouTube, so our AdSense, so we get paid for views and ads. Um, and that's normally the most consistent. It's the most consistent. Which is also like the, a free way for you guys to support us. Like just mm-hmm. watch our YouTube videos, we get paid on the ad revenue. Yeah, I would have um, friends just like, if they leave for work for the day, just like turn the carpool, or not carpool, the car mom YouTube oh, channel on and just like let it run. Hit, hit like play all. No, it's always play playing. All. It's always playing in our basement. Oh, is it? And Tyler turns it on in the garage all the time. Yeah. So that helps. Um, but what's also, can I, sorry, can I say one more thing? Yeah. What's also interesting though that we've learned about ad revenue on YouTube is certain content gets paid more per thousand viewers than other content. Mm-hmm. So like, no shade, but like if you're a makeup youtuber you don't make near the money per thousand watchers than we do since we're an automotive so automotive and finance have the highest paid um have the highest rpms yeah rpms per thousand views so what is it like we're like 13 dollars per thousand views and like a makeup Uh account is like four dollars i don't know what makeup is but yeah ours is on the higher end so we make money through that you make you can make money off of reels on instagram it's a little bit um 
merch obviously merch uh, is a big one consultations oh yeah consultations um affiliate links which we don't hit very hard at all but i mean i think that's how other bloggers make the majority of their money is off affiliate, affiliate links. links yeah and um course and workbook yeah i think that's all yeah when we launched our workbook which we almost launched for free because we had like such bad imposter syndrome that it wasn't worth anything. um yeah and like everyone in our life was like this is worth you have to charge for this um and we did beef it up before we released it but that was like such a game changer for us um really early mm-hmm. in the game was having that sort of uh that income that we didn't have to What's yeah. it, what's that income called again? Passive. Passive. The passive yeah, income. Because it's like we we sell it for ten dollars. So then every time we sell one, it's like oh, made ten dollars. Yeah. So so passive income's definitely fun. But the, but it's so funny. People are always like oh, passive income's so good. It's so good. But it's not passive income in like a rental property sense because we don't sell it if we don't show up daily mm-hmm. to deliver good content to build an audience to build engagement to build trust yeah then it's easier to sell like those passive income type things like you can't just put a course out there and make money like you have to sell the course nurture the audience bring them enough content to want to pay for more content so that's how we make money Mm -hmm. your turn okay i think this is the last one or no i started yeah i have one more oh you have one more Mm -hmm. okay um what college did you both go to I went to a really small college called William Woods University in Fulton, Missouri. It had 1,200 students. And it was just like a small... I mean, they had like all sorts of majors and we had like some good sports teams. But like their main drive there is they have an equestrian program. And I majored in horses. Indeed. <laughs> Such a horse girl. Gives us horse girl energy. I was the horse... Like, I was the weird she horse girl was. of the high school. Except you weren't weird. There's one in every crowd. Um, I went to Bradley University... Um, claim to fame there is I was there when Michelle Young from The Bachelor was there Bachelorette too I didn't know that yeah she was a basketball player at Bradley oh I didn't know that Peoria, Illinois that is a claim to fame do you remember her? no Uh, she kind of looked familiar but I actually don't even know what I I know we were we overlapped at one point but I don't know when Hmm. yeah okay my well I feel like my last question is kind of lame to end on so maybe we can think of like one more but people just wanted to know what exactly do you do at the car mom oh I mean I do it all really (laughs) um no I edit a lot um that's my biggest thing I also manage the website um so adding anything for our car mom preferred dealerships adding blogs things like that um I what else do I mean? I mean, those are your two biggest things. And then we just have a lot of meetings. We have a lot of meetings. I'm like, how do I just say that? I, like sit there on meetings and am honestly like a sounding board for you a lot of the time. Well, you just like need to hear the meetings so then we can like talk about it and make mm-hmm. decisions. I mean, she, Elizabeth's involved in every step of the way. But like, yeah, those are definitely like your big weekly responsibilities, babies. And that's then yeah. Bi- th- and recording the podcast. And recording the podcast. And they're very time consuming. So that's why it's like sometimes all that I feel like. Well, and I also do. like I feel like with our YouTube tours, again, no shade to other car reviewers, but a lot of other car, not all car reviewers, but some car reviewers just do things in like one consistent clip. Mm-hmm. And we really try to like 
make our tours a little bit more entertaining mm-hmm. and really make sure we're like giving good b-roll over the voiceovers because like some other reviewers will just be like and then over here we have this and like we try to like okay now if we're gonna say that let's put this b-roll over it yeah so our tours take a little bit of editing and yeah. then like the blog i mean not to tease the website again but like once the website's out it's like it's good. my friends you type in kia tell you ride the page that you're gonna see all the info you could want to know it's gonna be so great i'm so excited um so yeah and also i well i've been filming lately and that's also very time yeah. consuming to be there with you to film to then edit it to then and people always ask about betsy betsy had covid and then she went on vacation so like she's still around she's just been yeah she's just been busy but betsy does not work for the car mom full-time she's a real estate agent yeah it's so we yeah. get her when we can mm-hmm. okay so you want to try and think of one more or can we just end it there um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like I said what I need to say. Do you okay. feel like you said what you need to say? I feel as though. I just hope we didn't get like a lot of like good like, what's it like to, I don't know. What? Like someone asked what it's Oh, like. the mom auto show. Everyone oh, wants to yeah, know about give the an mom. update, give an update. Okay, the mom auto show. I feel so much more comfortable saying it on the podcast than I would in just like on my Instagram stories um, because this feels like family. Not not that Instagram doesn't, but like I just, I, I'm probably sharing too early, but like that's just who I am yeah i just like love to spoil yeah so the car auto show september 25th it's gonna be probably at our kia store in st louis because it's just a huge beautiful showroom and they have a ton of cars there so we're gonna have both new and used vehicles as many mom cars as i can get my hands on will be there so we'll have some cars from the kia lot but then we're also going to have dealerships and hopefully some manufacturers bring cars as well i'm hoping to have around like 25 to 30 Mm -hmm. suvs trucks minivans minivans, sedans anything that i can um and then i want to put car seats in a few of them not all of them but at least like have some car seats installed so people could like get an understanding for what that looks like by each car we're hoping to have like some sort of like qr code that you could scan to like get more information maybe pull up my tour maybe pull up our new website hopefully Mm -hmm. and then on the inside we're going to have some amazing vendors so we're going to have like some clothing boutiques we're going to have some food boutiques i want to get like a kombucha place i want to get some coffee Mm-hmm. We might cater Carmon Broccoli. Like, I don't know. We're going to have a merch table. And then we're also hoping to bring, like, some good stroller content as well. So I hope that, like, some, like, these stroller companies can come and just, like, have those strollers there. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, a time to take some MTO, mom time off, peruse the cars. Like, really, the biggest value add that I want to bring is it's like, hey, buying a car sucks right now. It's so hard to find the cars to see, let alone mm-hmm. buy. Mm-hmm. So, like, here they all are in one spot. Come compare. Let's hang out. Yeah. So I'm so excited. We are working with an event planning company. Like we're not going to just try and do this on our own. We're working with a legit company and they're great and they are great. And we had a call with them last week and I am like, they're on it. I am so excited to see what they're going to bring and what we're going to be able to bring. And I I just think it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And there was like quite some loopholes we had to jump through Mm -hmm. just because like in the state of Missouri, in several states, you're not allowed. This is interesting. Yeah. You're not allowed to sell cars on Sundays. Like it is not allowed. So I had to get the event approved by the Missouri Automotive Dealers Association. And they said fine, but they're like, you can't do anything that resembles the sale of a car. So like we're not able to like offer any test driving or anything like that because you can come you can look at basically how i sold it to him i was like no it's just like a parking lot of cars unlocked and like we're going to be having like fun inside Mm -hmm. people might come look at the cars which they and and they they were supportive and excited but we just cannot cross that threshold so 
it's very much so if you don't like the sales process which i think a lot of people don't like it is the anti-sale like yeah. i'm not allowed to we are not allowed to do anything that resembles like the like yeah yeah you can't yeah i mean we would yeah you just so. can't do anything like that so that was a fun little Q&A. That was fun. Okay, so now I have a, just a hair of industry news I just wanted to like kind of chat see about. Yeah, for um, sure. But why don't you want to do the ditch the drive-thru first? Yeah, so okay. ditch the drive-thru. You know what? Sometimes... Wait, hold on. Ditch the drive-thru where we give you an easy dinner recipe to... To mix it up to get you out of your, your dinner, dinner rut. Okay. Sometimes... It's just not going to become a thing if we don't like say it, you know? Well, it's... I am not sure it should become a thing. Okay. Anyway... Sometimes you just need to get down to the basics and you don't need to do anything crazy. 100%. And thing, things that are small can also be delicious. That didn't make any sense. But what I'm trying to say is this is not going to break any break, it, break any glass ceilings, but it is a fantastic recipe. And that is a BLT. And let, bacon, lettuce, tomato. And like, first of all, just like normalize having like lunch food for dinner. Cause like, that's an incredible meal. And yeah. why have I, why have I put it in a box of lunchtime only? What is wrong with me? I don't know. I mean, so good. So BLT, we all know, we all, we all love it. Um, toast your bread, put some mayonnaise on it, get some bacon, get some lettuce, get some tomato. I like to add turkey as well. And um, you know what? You would be shocked at... Sometimes you forget that they exist and then you have one and then you eat it for like a week straight because it's so good. And actually something that I did a little bit, um, which I need to get back on, was making um, BLTs without bread. Mm. So I would take a piece of lettuce or like romaine. Is it is it the romaine that's like on the stalk? Yeah. I would rip a piece off and then put um, turkey, bacon, tomato, mayonnaise on it and just sort of then wrap up the the lettuce leaf and eat it like that and i know it sounds like oh low carb like that's annoying like that doesn't even sound good oh my gosh it is so freaking good no that sounds and that's so easy to prep too like it's sunday morning make some bacon you know what make some extra and keep it in the fridge yeah. slice a tomato toast some sourdough you know what i like to do to my blts just to sass it up a little bit hmm. i take half pesto half mayo spread it on the blt Wow, you're really doing the most there. No, but all you have to do, if you have a Costco membership and you're not buying the Kirkland brand pesto, wake up. I'll wake up. And Have you ever had it? Mm-mm. It's the best store-bought pesto you can have. I'll have to check it out. You really should. All right, so that's Wait, I that's have another really little, it. like, not, it's like not a meal, but like I feel like I want to talk about it if that's okay. Okay. Um, I think this would be like a fun, like, little hostess gift or just like a fun, mm. like, little project for the summer if you're looking for it. It's not peach salsa. I haven't mastered the peach salsa yet, but I'm waiting for peaches to be in season. I was going to say, have you attempted? Well, they're not in season yet. Yeah. And like, I already don't know how to do it. So the last thing I'm going to do is do it with not optimal ingredients. Yeah. But making your own taco seasoning. Oh. So making your own taco seasoning is literally so easy, more cost effective, less sodium, and it's darling. So like I didn't have taco seasoning, Googled a freaking recipe. Oh, wouldn't you know, I already had all the stuff. Mm. So then I was like, this is so fun. I'm going to get like some of those like mini mason jars and I'm going to make my own taco seasoning and like maybe like give it as gifts. Oh, that's And good. it's yeah. like one and a half tablespoons equals one pack, one of, pack. Okay. of taco seasoning. Huh. So like if you're just looking for, I like love giving um food gifts like that mm-hmm. or i love receiving them i should say <laughs> i don't really make them that much but i yeah. want to start so i That's think diy taco seasoning could be a fun little project if okay, anyone's looking for one love that you're just trying to diy all of the things the 
the taco seasoning, the salsa. I can't wait for this Mexican night you're going to host one night for me. I know, Elizabeth. Now I need to like master like a spicy marg, but that's just like. Oh, I got that. Oh, you do? Oh, I got that. Okay, cool, 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 mm-hmm, cool, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, this automotive news is a little all over the place, kind of chaotic, like most are, but I think it's like super interesting. Okay, so I don't know if you've heard, but Volkswagen wants to bring back the Scout, which was, I had never heard of it, yeah, but I, I guess it is. was like their off-roading vehicles so it's very like bronco-y vibes okay it's called okay. the scout so they want to revive it as an ev kind of like what hummer's doing right now and this headline from automotive news so that that's the story so in 2026 okay. 2026 volkswagen wants to come back out with the something called the scout it looks like it's going to be available in a truck and an suv okay i'm googling it the Volkswagen Group is targeting 250,000 sales annually from the electric Scout lineup, a rugged SUV and pickup shown in these sketches starting production in 2026. Um, and then they have like, I mean, the original Scout is kind of cutesy poots. So anyway. That's kind of iconic because Volkswagen doesn't have a truck. No, I know. So here's the tea. Here's the headline, which I was like, what? Volkswagen dealers want answers on Scout EV brand after being caught off guard. VW dealers were surprised to learn last week that the German automaker would produce a pickup and off-road SUV under the Scout name. So then it goes on to say that Volkswagen dealers were left angry and shocked and suspicious by surprise news that the brand's German parent plant is going to build a brand new company in the U.S. to sell an electric pickup and SUV under the Scout name at least because Volkswagen AG was silent on how it intends to retail the vehicles. So they're like, whoa, are you trying to like pull a Tesla or a Rivian Mm. and like start Volkswagen Scout and then not sell it for the dealers? And people are left or the the people are sassy about it. So they should be. um, Yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. So we'll continue to watch. Yeah, this story. And I mean, I I feel like one thing that people are going to ask me is like, well, isn't it just like direct sales better? Then dealerships, and I would say my answer would be no mm-hmm. under the right circumstances. Like, if it's a great salesperson and it's a great experience, like, I like the franchise dealerships model. I think that individual dealers, dealerships, and salespeople have a long way to come. Mm-hmm. But I also have just, like, not heard great about, like, um, I, I just think it's harder to, like, I don't really know. Here's what. my thing is with anything, if my internet goes out i know i am in for rude a long day because i have to call spectrum and talk to a um talk to a help desk person and be jerked around all over the place just to get an answer Mm -hmm. i feel like if you cut the dealerships out something happens with your car where who how are you going to get it fixed how are you going to get answers like then it becomes you're reaching out to volkswagen not suntrup volkswagen and i feel like that is going to cause issues the other thing which has less to do with things like that is i just think about dealerships are such big businesses and communities i think about the employment that dealerships yeah bring i think about the their philanthropy the philanthropy i think mm-hmm. about the community like just the community the, th- the things that they're doing for their community and to take that out of towns would be i think it would cause harm on the individual towns yeah and i mean i really do think that like if you find a good salesperson and a good local family-owned dealership like 
you will have a better car buying experience than going to like the Tesla hub in your town. Yeah. And like, so anyway, also like you're never going to hear anything else from us because like that's just where our heart is. So am I happy with the sales process of dealerships? Of course not. Do they have a long way to come? Of course they do. Is this the answer? Not sure. And also like you have to look at like what's happening to some of these like, like look at Rivian. They can't get a freaking car out if they tried. So like, hey, babe, maybe you should have gone through retails because all you've done is take yeah. all these orders and left all these empty promises. I mean, so is some car brands. So anyway, we're all over the place, but um, I'm just going to read one more part. It says the VW Group said it will build a separate independent company to resurrect the Scout name, which it acquired last year as part of its heavy truck subsidiary purchase of Navistar. It plans to show the first prototypes next year and start production in 2026. I mean, I think I'm, I'm excited about it from a car's perspective because... Yeah. I think that sounds super fun. And like now Volkswagen's like bringing the buzz and now they're going to mm-hmm. have these cars. Like we just like love an expansion um, in, a, in a brand and in a lineup. Mm-hmm. We love a variety. Mm-hmm. But stay tuned for what this means for Volkswagen dealerships. Intriguing. Well, Kel, I think that's going to wrap up our episode. I think it should. It was very long. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Pod- Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review, give us five stars, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. And thank you so much for Bento to sponsoring today's episode. You can use code CARPOOL for 20% off. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.